Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Sunday, January the 16th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day is artifice, which means a clear or artful skill. Ingenuity. Artifice. I hope everyone is enjoying their Sunday or will enjoy their Sunday. Uh, well, the sun isn't shining here in North Carolina. We have a bit of precipitation here in the form of snow, sleet, and or freezing rain. Could be all three. It is all three. Man, uh, it's a little late because it was supposed to come about three this morning. However, it didn't show up to around five or six in this area of North Carolina. And uh, as I'm Starting the podcast, man, I hear the sleep. I hear it. It's, it's coming down pretty good. Uh, like most, I, hey, I'm not a fan of, of, of sleet of frozen rain uh, because of the obvious, uh, quite possibly could be experienced some uh, power outages. Not a fan of that. Love the snow. I could look at the snow all day. But yeah, that sleet and freezing rain, man, that that there, oh, that that's no way. Uh, not a fan of it. Not in the least. But another thing that came out about this weather, they're saying, yeah, we're getting it today. We quite possibly could see it again Friday. But Friday, they're saying quite possibly possibly could just be snow. That'll be a welcome sight. Um, gotta say, I'm a bit surprised. Uh, like I, I what, uh, earlier last week, we had some snow. They were just flurries. And, and I had said to someone, uh, quite a few people, I said, well, I don't think it's going to be snowing. I mean, it, North Carolina doesn't see snow that much. But uh, I guess you could slap me across the face because I'm wrong. Maybe we're going to get this. Maybe this winter is going to be that year where, where we get hammered with this uh, inclement weather and precipitation. Man, still beautiful to watch, though, till you realize it's ice. Ugh. Sweet Jesus. Y'all be careful. Be careful. Just be careful out there. Uh, they're, you know, of course, you know, they're coming out saying, hey, stay in the house if you don't have to go to work. I'm not going to work. I am off today. So, yeah, I'm going to stay in the house and watch me a little bit of football wild card weekend. Man, we had uh, a couple of games yesterday. Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Las Vegas Raiders. Had to catch myself. <laughs> they defeated them by uh, 26 to 19. That was a pretty decent game. I saw a little bit of that. And the Buffalo Bills defeated the New England Patriots 47 to 17. Blowout. Blowout. Man, what happened, New England? You know, before the game, or of course the hype or build up before the game, they were saying Jones, who is a rookie quarterback, they were saying he's pretty good. They I believe a lot of people, a lot of them predicted them to beat Buffalo. Didn't look so good yesterday. They got blew out 47-17. Josh Allen was on his game. And so were the Bills. Because they handled them. Manhandled them. Man. And we got games today. It's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Could be Big Ben's last game. Could be. Could be. I hate to see him go. Hate to see him go. But then again, who knows? The Steelers may just walk right on in there, creep their way right through. Who knows? And the last game. <laughs> ah, 
Oh, my Lord, the Dallas Super Bowl bound Cowboys <laughs> versus the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Cowboys fans, y'all ain't going to the Super Bowl. You just not. Uh, like I said earlier last week, if you've been following football, you know the uh, the 49ers are indeed the Dallas Cowboys Achilles heel. They struggle with the 49ers, especially in these high stake games. They just do. They just do. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to try to watch every single last game I can today. I just am. Hope this sleet stops and the power doesn't go out. Uh, I'm not speaking anything anything into existence, but man, I uh, hate to see that sleet. Just, just. And Monday night's going to end it uh, as far as the wild cards or in the playoffs. Well, wild cards because after that, you know, hey, we go into the playoffs. Uh, final death playoffs. It looks like it's going to be the uh, tomorrow night's going to be the Arizona Cardinals versus the L.A. Rams. That should be a pretty good game. We'll see what the Cardinals do. Uh, the Cardinals have had, and they have a pretty good squad, I think. Uh, they just can't pull it together like most times they fall short. But we'll see what happens. They've been looking pretty good here lately. I guess they wanted that playoff run. They want that championship finally. Hmm. We'll see what happens. But yeah, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you guys aren't going to the Super Bowl. You're just not. You're just not. You're just not. Maybe it'll be a good game. Maybe you guys won't get beaten too bad. <laughs> All right. Let's go get it. Now, this next piece is very interesting, and it's showing a sign of the times and quite possibly could shake our uh, what we thought was our constitutional right and, and part of our democracy. Uh, it could be changing. Just could. Just could. Now, we've all heard the phrase taxation without representation is tyranny. Now, that was a profound statement used by the American colonists to voice their resentment to the British Parliament for paying taxes to those they did not elect. We all know the, the tale of that. And quite possibly, or not quite possibly, it was the rally, rally cry for the start of the American Revolutionary War. Now we move ahead to 2021 and 2022, and we hear that cry again. But this time, it is being used by those in favor of allowing some 800,000 non-citizens in New York to vote. Now, as of January 9th, the newly elected mayor and the city council, well, the city council in New York City went back uh, last, well, November 2021. They voted to, to have this put on the books to allow non-citizens to vote. Now, as of uh, last week, January 9th, the mayor announced that, hey, he's going to give them the rights, these non-citizens, to vote in New York City's municipal municipal elections. That's your mayor, your city council, your borough captains, etc., etc. And they're also going to have the right to vote on local ballot matters also. Now, New York City already has 5.6 registered voters, by the way. So what are the, uh, so what are non-citizens, you may be asking? They are those that hold green cards and uh, DACA citizens. 
DACA citizens, however you say it. Now, we all know what DACA is. In the last, I'll say, maybe three or four years, that has came up. For, you know, it really spurred and, and came up under the Trump administration and their fight to stay in the country. Now, if you're saying, what is DACA? Uh, they're children that were brought to the country illegally, but were allowed to stay. Now, what is not included in this uh, newfound, I call it a rush to gain votes. That, that, that's the only thing I could come up with. That's what it sounds like. It doesn't include in undocumented immigrants or people with short-term visas. That's your tourists. Also, in order to be eligible, you must be a resident of New York City for at least 30 days before the election to qualify as a, a municipal voter. Now, New York City isn't the only city in this country that has done this. Now, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just didn't. Uh, when I first read the article, I thought to myself, wow, what in the world? I've never heard of, uh, of this. I didn't know that uh, New York City is not the only one. Like I said, you have 11 municipalities in Maryland. You got two in Vermont and you got one in California that allows for non-citizens to vote. Now, opponents, of course, you know it was coming. The opponents are saying it may be a violation of the state's constitution. It doesn't grant the right to vote to non-citizens. All states have this in their constitution. So how are they, how are they, they are, how is it now being allowed? Now, the New York City mayor is in favor of it. Of course, he, he's saying he, he's in favor of it. He's saying that one of his election promises or, or his election promises promise was, um, he said that this is a state, a step in the right direction. And it goes, it aligns right with his campaign promise, which was to uh, make its government work for the poor, homeless, and uh, underserved. Like I said, it doesn't give non-citizens the right to vote in the state or federal elections. So they only can vote in municipality local elections. Now, what's uh, uh, history making here is New York City is the first major city to give rights to non-citizens to vote. Now, the argument has been for, for quite some time, and it's understandable that you have all of these non-citizens here in this country, and they work, pay taxes, they own homes, they send their kids to school, but yet they can't vote. That's where that taxation without representation phrase come into play again here in 2022, because now they've been given the right to vote. And although it be in local municipality elections, they still have the right to vote. They still have uh, their voices heard. So what does this mean for uh, many of us that are, are just our uh, citizens are, uh, I guess we're going to have to share the pot with those that are non-citizens. And I understand the argument fully because I myself have said to he said many a times, man, they work and, and, and they pay taxes. The kids go to school. They're, they're, they're helping with the infrastructure, or, you know, as far as the, the, the local economy, but yet they can't vote unless they get a, a, they become a citizen. And that's another argument that uh, the former mayor of New York City came out Last year, when it came up right before the election, he said, hey, wait a minute. If, if you're just going to give non-citizens the right to vote, that's no incentive to uh, become an American citizen. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the old phrase, 
you're getting the milk and you don't have to buy the cow comes to mind. <laughs> if that sounds, I mean, if you think about it, it does. It is factual. Why become a citizen when you already have the right to vote? There's no incentive. There, there, there just isn't. Now, you know, of course, you know, the Republicans are echoing the same thing. And Republicans uh, in New York have gotten together and they are filing a lawsuit. They're saying it's a violation of the Constitution. And it is. Because in, in every state's Constitution, it does state and specify you have to be a citizen in order to vote. It just does. Can you say amendment to the Constitution? I see that coming. I just do. I, 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 hey, to be honest with you, there is going to be an amendment to the, this New York City or New York State Constitution. There just is. And quite possibly, we could be seeing amendments all the way through the United States as it relates to their uh, non-citizens. Now, let's think for a second. Let's, let's be real. Let's, let's be real with each other. Most non-citizens, which political party do you think they would side with? I know some are going to say, well, you know, they're, they're, they're Catholic, so they're probably uh, more conservative than, than, you know, the than most. But um, most non-citizens here in this country, they're struggling, and chances are they're going to go to that Democratic Party. So many opponents are saying, hey, this is just another way the Democrats are, 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 are getting votes. Jess is. Jess is. I, I believe wholeheartedly. I agree. I have to agree with them. It is. And, and a side note here, uh, also on the, uh, the, the, uh, the annual celebration of Martin Luther King Jr. Jr.'s birthday, uh, I believe the actual holiday is tomorrow. Um, there's a fight also going on for the uh, the passage of the voter rights bill or that John Lewis bill also to um, for voters' rights and, and, and to resist the voter suppression, as they say, with new laws that states are coming up with to uh, uh, what many uh, opponents are, are, are saying with these new laws that are quite possibly trying to be passed or have been passed in some states that it is suppressing the minority vote. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Maybe it is. Because what, what, what quite possibly or what, what quite noticeably, I should say, has come into play is uh, the voter ID law, as many states are passing and many states are trying to pass, where you have to present an ID to vote. And as I've said many times before, for the life of me, I'm sure at some point in time in history, long before I was born, long before I voted, Someone came up with that idea where you don't have to have an ID to present, to be presented to vote. All you have to do is state your name, your birth date, and um, your address. Uh, that's how it's done here in North Carolina. I'm not sure how it's done in other states. And, and quite, and to be honest with you, I've always found that kind of odd. I can remember the first time I went to vote. It was, uh, I, of course, you know, I turned 18. It was right before I went into the Navy. And as it stood, I, I went and registered. And I believe that I wouldn't be around to vote in an upcoming election. So I cast an, uh, what they call a, an early ballot or, or absentee ballot. And when I went to the Board of Elections in Raleigh, 
I, you know, of course I came up, I showed my ID and she said, no, you don't have to show me that. I thought to myself, why don't I have to show you this? Uh, I registered and then she asked me to, of course, state my name, address, birth date, birth, birth, uh, birth date, excuse me, get tongue tied here. And I thought to myself, man, that's odd. I don't, I don't have to show ID. And with that, I gotta say, with, with not being, not being, not having to show ID, that kind of, uh, does raises the question or raises eyebrows as it relates to voter fraud. I mean, that means I could just go around to every precinct or poll location I choose and just state names of people that I know aren't going to vote and cast my ballot. I never quite understood that. Like I said, there may have been some point in time in life where they said, hey, you know, you don't have to show your ID. Maybe somebody hooping hollered and they, they went on with it. But now it looks like uh, many are saying, hey, uh, we need to go to showing IDs. Maybe they found some cases of voter fraud. I don't know. Uh, for me personally, it, like I said, it just always seemed odd and awkward. Just did. But back to this. Uh, I'm sorry, I got off track. I'm sorry. Back to this non-citizens and, and their rights to vote. And, and what many are saying, they're just trying to gather votes. Because, yeah, quite possibly those non-citizens are going to vote Democrat. They're just hard. That's a strong possibility. Now, Democrats, like I said, are in favor. Republicans are not. Yeah, there's going to be some amendments to that to these states' constitutions because it looks like this is moving forward. And, and New York City is the, the first major city to pass it. So, yeah, we're... <laughs> wow. That's absurd to me, I must say. Now, I'm not trying to say that, that uh, just because they aren't citizens... They shouldn't be represented, but come on now. That's a right that we as citizens have, that we choose our elected officials as citizens of this country or of the city or state that you're in. You choose who you want to elect. And to allow others to come in that aren't citizens, yeah, I know they pay taxes, yeah, I know they use the schools and other uh, other government aid and assistance or facilities or whatever. So, yeah, they have every right to be represented. But what came out is uh, there was an, an elected official that at one point in time she sat on the city council and now the New York City mayor has appointed her to some uh, some position within his cabinet and she sent out a tweet praising the mayor, the mayor, saying, you know, pretty much saying it's a good thing. He's going to make things right for those that aren't oftentimes aren't represented because they're not citizens. Pretty much rallying them to get, it's to gather votes. That's all it is. And for the life of me, it just doesn't make sense that you would say to non-citizens, you have the right to vote. I mean, what do we have a constitution for? What do we have rules and, and regulations for if at any, at any given time, in order to, to garner votes, you can change it? What's next? You're going to start giving the right to, to vote to felons? Now, I know low-level felons can have, their, uh, can, can have their rights given back to them. So why, if you're going to give it back to um, non-citizens and low-level felons, give it to all felons. Make everyone have the right to vote no matter what in this country, no matter what they've done or who they are. Just give them the right to vote. 
And now, you, like I said earlier, you have this uh, voter rights uh, bill that, that is struggling to get through, that many are opposed and some are supporting with this voter ID. Uh, I got to say this, as a Black American, I just have to say this, and, and, and I know some people might not take it as that, but after everything we've been through as Black Americans in this country, and our right to vote, like I said, coming up on MLK Day, everything we we all seen the the some of our parents and or grandparents and great grandparents or whatever have been through that struggle of our rights right to vote. After everything they sacrifice, the blood, the tears, the degradation, why we as Black Americans will say we don't have an ID to vote and then have those in a poli certain political party that say they're so marginalized that they should just be, have the right to vote because it doesn't matter if they don't have an ID or not. That's absurd to me. And I don't understand why we as Black Americans, why we are walking around literally and we don't have an ID. How can you not have an ID, identification card? Why don't you have that ID or identification card, social security card, birth certificate? It's not a priority to you? Hmm. Why not? <laughs> there are many reasons I could say right now, but I'm not going to go down that road because I'm sure that's going to spur a lot of people's inner fight. Probably should. But yeah, you is why you wouldn't have an ID. And I've often questioned why you don't exercise your right to vote after everything Black Americans went through to give you that right. It's, it's, it's eye-opening and head-scratching at the same time to hear the argument that Black people are so disenfranchised and they've been, uh, they're so poor and uneducated, they don't have an ID, so they still should have the right to vote. Well, aside from everything, because we all know what how the, 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 the voting rights went for uh, Black Americans, you know, there was the poll tax, you had to be a landowner, and that was even for white Americans. You had, you know, you had all these obstacles in your way to to uh, prevent you from voting. And when you got the right to vote, and now that they're coming up with saying, hey, you, you need your ID to vote because it, it's been going on too long. There quite be, quite possibly could be some voter fraud going around. You're saying, hey, I'm black. I don't have an ID because I'm poor. Um, I, I, I look at it like I was told at a very young age. Because I, like, I, like I said earlier, I can remember when I uh, first went and registered to vote and I had my ID. My mother told me, she said, hey, go get your ID. All you have is a school ID. That's not going to suffice. You need a state ID. So I went and got my ID. And then she further explained to me, look at it as, uh, if, if you remember slavery, you remember they had those freedom papers that they had to have on them at all times. She said, look at your ID as that. They have to identify you. And heaven forbid, if you get in any trouble and you don't have any ID on you and they have to figure out who you are, how long you're going to stay in jail, quite possibly. So always keep your ID on you and always get your get your ID and keep it on you at all times. I don't understand why uh, many people choose not to have ID. You have to have, have ID to work, don't you? Maybe you aren't working. You have to have ID to cash a check, don't you? Maybe you don't have to check the cash. It's just odd to me, strange. And it's, it's deplorable uh, that after everything we've been through as Black Americans, 
to now say you don't you still don't have an ID after all the sacrifices that were made for our rights to vote. You don't have an ID and you're seeing that as a hindrance for you to quite possibly go cast your ballot. If they change the law and say you have to have an ID, that's absurd to me. Why don't you have an ID as an adult? And also going back, why are we allowing these politicians to pass these these new laws where we're allowing non-citizens to vote? If you're not a citizen of this country, I'm sorry. If you're not a citizen of this country, you shouldn't vote. You just shouldn't. Why are you voting? Yeah, I know you work, pay taxes, whatever, whatever. Let that be your incentive to become a, become a citizen. You're just giving it to them. Just like the, I'm not a big fan of the mayor, uh, the former mayor of New York City, but there is no incentive to become a citizen if you're just going to give them the right to vote. Just giving it to them. I, I don't know. People may not see things the way I do, but that's the way I see it. I see a lot of uh, coddling going on in this country now with this voting thing. And it's just to get votes. And like I always say, well, you know, politicians, when they get in there, they do what they want to anyway. <laughs> to give someone the right to vote and they're not a citizen is beyond comprehension to me. There goes the Constitution. Here comes the amendments. Yeah, they're going to amend these state constitutions because more and more political groups and with these redistricting, uh, what they say, redistricting, map, redistricting maps, especially here in North Carolina, we all know that fight that's been going on. And, and the Democrats were saying, well, that we're coming up short with these Republican drone maps. <laughs> I dare I say uh, sometime shortly down the line, we're going to follow suit with New York, Vermont, Massachusetts, California, and they're going to allow non-citizens the right to vote on these municipal elections. And quite possibly sooner or later down the line also, they're going to do it for uh, the state and federal elections. <laughs> that is just wild to me. Um, maybe the world is changing. Maybe this country is changing. It, it, the old way of doing business clearly isn't the way of doing business. We re, they are rewriting the, the playbook here. Maybe they have that right. But as for me, that's a no for non-citizens being able to vote. And and, and the argument with, with DACA, DACA and, and those kids that were bought here illegally and because and they've been here, they now have a... a you want to give them the right to vote also? Um, where's your incentive to be a citizen? Now, some some supporters have came out and said, well, you know, the, the right to citizenship, it takes a, it's a process. It takes years to complete. Understand that? Got that? Hold heartily. But you still don't have an incentive to become a citizen if you're going to give them the right to vote. Just like that. I'm sorry. That's a no for me. That's a huge no for me. It just is. And, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. There's no way in the world on this earth anyone could convince me otherwise. You shouldn't have the right to vote if you're not a citizen. And that voter ID law needs to come into play. Perhaps it would make some people get a valid ID. It's just an ID card. I don't believe the hype of we as black Americans are so poor and so disenfranchised that we can't afford to go down to DMV and get an ID. 
You can't afford $15, $20, $25, however much it is now to get a a state-sponsored ID. I don't believe that. I don't believe that we are that poor, uneducated, marginalized, disenfranchised. I won't buy it, not one little bit. I think it comes down to priorities. We haven't prioritized things. And that may be because we've been so disenfranchised and these politicians get in there and they do what they want to. But nevertheless, you, you, you can't convince me otherwise. You should have an ID. You just should. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.